side. Peace. Show. That side piece. Show. You guys, let me tell you about my children real quick. So, wake up the other morning. I go get Vivi, my three-year-old, out of bed. And my sweet Vivi pops out of bed and runs out of the room and looks through the window. And she says, Mommy, the sun is up. Like, it just made me realize, look at this. I mean, look how thankful and happy my three-year-old is just to be able to see the sun this morning, another day. And it's like so much bigger than that. She doesn't get what the hell it really means. But like in the big picture, I just feel like I'm always learning for my kids. Like appreciate this. Like how many people would be thankful and so grateful to wake up, to jump out of bed with a smile on their face and just be so happy and thankful to see the sun another day. So that touching special moment with Vivi and mommy hold my hand. You know, it's like a freaking scene out of a movie. We pop out of bed, look at the sun shining. Oh my gosh, what a glorious day in life that we have. We're holding hands down the stairs and Logan, my four-year-old greets us at the bottom of the stairs because he's already up and he says, mommy, boys have penises. And girls have vaginas. And I have a really big penis. And that was the start of my day with both of my kids. So you do learn something new every day from your children. To be thankful for another bright, sunny, shiny, amazing day. And that also to be thankful that my son is so happy that he learned that girls have vaginas and he has a very big penis. And that is the fun happening in my world today. But do you know what time it is? It is Side Stealers of the Week. Salt Lake City. Side Stealer from Salt Lake City is absolutely the alcohol. How I freaking love the alcohol, making this hot mess even messier, if that's possible. So sometimes when we're watching, my husband and I are watching Salt Lake City, we literally play the who's drunker right now game. I wish we would play this at home because I would probably win every time. But when we're watching the show, we're literally like, who is more drunk here in this scene? And it's so fabulous. The best part about Salt Lake City, this is one franchise that I can see that would still be so insanely amazing and still so like much just pure insanity, even without all the drunkness. Maybe Jersey too. And speaking of Jersey, welcome freaking back Jersey, which leads me. To my side stealer, number dos. Jennifer's husband's bill, two dollar ho that he had an affair with. Like, what? Did you guys freaking know about this? Am I the last one to hear about this and to know about this? I honestly 
had no idea. And I thought I was like pretty cool and hip with like what's happening in the Bravo world and off season and, and like all the cheating and craziness. You guys, I had no idea about this madness. And then we all know Jennifer is the first one to spill the tea about everybody else. I mean, she calls everybody else. Margaret, you know, for Margaret being a hoe back then and cheating and having affairs. But you know what? In that moment, when Margaret brought it up about Bill cheating on Jennifer, I actually did feel bad for her because, you know, she's at a freaking public pool party in front of everybody and she gets blasted about her husband cheating. The crazy part though is that that whole situation about Bill cheating, I feel like it made everyone forget about the whole Louie video, which I never thought people would stop talking about. And that, you guys, is my side stealer number three. Louie, Teresa's man. Okay, so clearly all everyone was talking about was this video. And let me tell you, I haven't even seen the video. I didn't look it up. I didn't watch it. Like nothing. Any just clips that were shown in the show, that's all I've seen. And you know what? I don't want to see it. Here's why. It's obviously causing quite the stir. And I feel like Louie, since he's come into the picture, has been causing quite the stir. That video was then. And this is now. Like, let's talk about things that we've done in our past that we probably aren't very proud of. And thankfully, most of them are not on video for the world then to dig up and see. I'm not making excuses. I have no idea, like I said, what the video is about. I hope it's nothing bad. But I can tell you this for fact. When I went to the Ultimate Girls Trip premiere, anytime I can bring that up, by the way. I love it. <laughs> when I was Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey, when I was her date to the Ultimate Girls Trip premiere, and Teresa was there, and Louie was there, I can tell you, hanging out with Louie most of the night because the girls were on stage and doing their thing, Louie was nothing but exceptionally sweet, warm, caring, down-to-earth, genuine, so in Teresa, and not into her like, you know, I'm into her money and like all this stuff, but like, He's watching the first episode of Ultimate Girls Trip and he's laughing hysterically at like anything she was saying. He was just so into her. And he the conversation I had with him was just so awesome and real. And like I said, I walked away thinking, what a great, cool dude this guy is. So that's my judgment, okay? I know people have their speculation and I'm sure we're going to see more as the, you know, season plays out, but I'm giving Louie the benefit of the doubt because so far by my personal experience, he has been nothing but awesome. And by the way, you guys, all this happening is just the first freaking episode. I mean, who the hell else is so excited that Jersey is back? I mean, I thank my lucky stars every single day. Not only for Jersey being back, but for my girl being so grateful to see the sun another day and the fact that my boy has a very big penis and he's so proud about it. And then Jennifer, if that all doesn't get better, 
Jennifer, I will say, even though it's been one episode, so far has the line of the season when she corrected the ladies that the affair was with a pharmaceutical rep and not the receptionist, you F-U-C-K, <laughs> I was dead. Game over. That was so <laughs> amazing. Like, you guys, please get the $2 ho right. Okay? Okay. All right. Enough about them hoes. What else is hot and happening in Bravo World? You guys, I love, love the romance between our summer house faves, Lindsay and Carlito. I mean, hell, at this point, as we're watching Summer House, I feel like they're going to last longer than freaking Amanda and Kyle. But I do hope that Carl is at least making Lindsay a lot of sandwiches. And um, Salt Lake City. So Lisa, I mean, her hot mic moment exploding about Meredith that was insane. And then her freak out in the bathroom and all of a sudden in the middle of the freak out, she's busting out like I'm richer than all you bitches. I'm not really sure where that played a part in the argument <laughs> or I don't know, just as being like a decent human being. But whether or not or that is true, hot damn, this season, that episode Everything has been fire. And speaking of fire or fired, I mean, you can totally tell Mary's time is coming to an end. I mean, there's literally zero, and for lack of a better word, there's literally zero engagement by Mary to these girls. Like she does nothing but disengage. Like that should be Mary's thing, not Meredith's. Every time Mary is in a scene, she's rolling her eyes. She's not talking. She's getting up and walking away or she's just trying to shut somebody down. I just don't feel like Mary, like this is her jam anymore. And she is taking her disengagement to a whole new level where I do feel Maybe this next season is not going to be including her. Everyone has said that she is gone, even though she just clapped back on social media that that is complete false. It's complete bullshit rumors and that she has not talked to anybody and that supposedly she still is taping right now season three. You guys, there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. But that wraps up all my hotness happening in Bravo because I have to get to my extra hot and spicy guest today. But before I do, you guys, thank you. As always, I love you. I love you. I love you a lot. Thank you for listening, for your support, for telling all of your friends to listen, all your peeps, getting everybody to be a part of Side Piece. I love doing this with you. And for you, thank you for celebrating Side Piece with me and all of the entertaining and delicious parts. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. I have no idea if I spelled that right because I wasn't looking at my notes. And I still, 55 episodes in, cannot spell it right. 
But you guys, thank you. I love you, your support. You make this the best thing ever for me. And I will not stop telling you enough how much it means to me. Thank you again for the love, the support, and I will see you next Wednesday. Now, my spicy, my hot guest today. He's as good with the ladies as he is with his knives. He's as smoking hot as his dishes. He's as deliciously fun as his laugh. Okay, okay, you get it. Because it could only describe one person. From Below Deck and Galley Talk and from the poster of him on my wall hanging next to my bed. Yes, you guys, it is the one, the only Chef Ben Robinson. I'm just so happy to see you to finally do this. Well, thank you. It's good. It's good to see you too. Thanks for having me. Do you know what, Chef? I was so excited to see you finally after all this time. I wrote you a poem. Oh gosh, here we go. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. Oh wait. Okay. <clears throat> he stepped onto the yacht and his laugh stole the show. But then holy hell, this guy can cook too? Well, that we didn't know. Charming, witty, smart, and quite the ladies' man. If anyone can go from buying huge bouquets of beautiful flowers to being the subject of questionable pillow stains, this guy can. Oh, wow. He filled our hearts, he filled our bellies, and watching him never ever made us yawn, especially when drunk walking down the dock with no pants on. <laughs> not, not having him on below deck, we always miss him a ton. But dry your eyes, cause he's back with us now, baby. So freaking pumped to share. The one, the only, Chef Ben Robinson. Well, uh, thank you so much. Um, there were a couple of painful reminders back there, but all in all, I really liked the flow of it. <laughs> I know. There's so much. There's so, so much with you. I don't even know where to start. My list was like this long in my poem, and I'm like, yo, just back it up a little bit, and like, let's just break it down. But those were like the highlights that I just had to hit on. I'm glad you did. Yo, okay, so how are you? What's going on? It's been a, a minute. I'm great. Uh, I'm great. We, uh, I live in Fort Lauderdale here. I, I actually bought a place a long time ago. We've recently put a little bit more, a little bit of money into it. So it's really, it's, it's a good little spot. And, um, you know, we do a lot of demos and catering. Obviously, COVID kind of shut us down a little bit, but we got into the Zoom space and the pizza space and we, Suddenly, we're selling all these pizza boxes and tutorials, and we kind of we, we did very well. And it's not something you really want to brag about, but you know, I think I think um, if you can kind of, I, I I guess if you can be flexible, you know, to to a pandemic and uh, and still make it happen, and 
in the cooking world, which really does uh, require your physicality. I think you're doing pretty well, you know? That's insane. So, uh, I mean, and to start it during, like you said, to start it during the midst of the absolute shit show that our world was in and kind of is in in, in some regards. I mean, that's yeah. insane. And you're doing cruises now? Yeah. So, yeah, um, I have a group on on Virgin Voyages, the uh, the cruise ship. Um, actually, I think my agent might be coming in soon, uh, but we're, we're doing something fun uh, locally at Tommy Bahamas. They have a little restaurant as well, right on that soul last year. And so we're doing a meet and greet, but obviously it's a tough time to sell cruise ships. Um, and, you know, yeah, it's, all, it's just a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> but, uh, hopefully things will change a little bit but we've we've sold we've sold a good amount of them we've still got a few to go so we're still working on it you know but it's not an ideal climate listen who doesn't want to come see you okay so i had your boys colin and bobby on yep colin i met forever ago at BravoCon, and the first BravoCon, 2019 so okay. I hosted one of his panels. We've been cool since. And then I got him and Bobby on. And I was like, you guys, how do I get to Ben? Make this happen. And they're like, good luck. <laughs> Godspeed. Oh, God. You are there with Bobby, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So actually, that reminds me. I think he has a birthday coming up. Uh, it was like yes. two days ago. Oh, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> so, no, yeah, he's he's done really well. He's uh, parlayed, um, you know, his notoriety into uh, being a yacht broker. You know, I told him I I actually had very little hopes for Bobby. You know, um, making it in yachting. I think he's too he's too big for yachting. You know. You, you just you, you just can't have a personality that big on a boat. Um, I hid it for many years. Uh, I think I, I used food as my uh, my conduit. But uh, poor, old, poor old Bobby, he's just too big for the deck. And I'm, I'm really glad that he has, has worked it out um, as a broker. And I think that was a really good move. You know what's crazy? I was just thinking about, because I was thinking about you all the way back then to when, I mean, you're the freaking OG of Below Deck. Like, I, I, I am. I kind of am. I mean, Eddie's, Eddie's pretty up there now and uh, Captain Lee as well. He's, he's, a, bit of an, he's a bit of an og. Um, but uh, I think I'm probably the most augmented because uh, of the, the, the Mediterranean. So I, I was fortunate enough to do that. And uh, I think they needed someone to carry it, you know, across to the med and they chose me and I was very fortunate. I mean, that is so dope. You start the first one, Ben. I mean, look what it is now. It's, they have three. They're thinking of even more, right? Like down under and all this stuff. Yes. You were the first one. Yeah, it was a scary season. Uh, no one, no one knew what it, what was going to become of it. No one could really understand the format. I think the producers were just trying to get as much content as possible, which is kind of how reality works. And right. uh, 
And, uh, and I, I think it took a year and a half for them to kind of, you know, find their foot foothold with, uh, with what they had. And they realized that it was actually much more about the crew than the guests. But I think that was kind of an obvious one since we were, we were on the show every episode. I mean, since the camera was and in your face. interchanging. Uh, Wait, yeah. so you, <laughs> do you didn't know anybody? No, I, um, I didn't actually. A lot of them, funnily, a lot of them were actually from um, California. So, um, you know, because that's where, you know, agencies are and that's where they find talent. So... Uh, I think, uh, but the, but they did main they do maintain the purity of the show, and they really do try and find real yachties. But the real yachties are really in Fort Lauderdale and in the Mediterranean, and uh, and sometimes in the Caribbean. So, um, but but yeah, it was it was a strange cast of characters. Uh, I, definitely, my favorite season was 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 the first of both. Yeah, first Med, first Caribbean season was. There's something quite magical of, you know, the first season, it's great, you know, because there's this sort of bewilderment uh, going around the boat. No one really knows what, what's going on. And then season two, they just kind of got you, you know. They, now, <laughs> now you're know. mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I own so, class. Let yeah. So that, I think that could uh, hopefully explain some of my stress levels in season two. Um, I, I don't think that, that, that my job needed to be any more stressful. I think it, it's already probably up there with the most stressful job in the world. But uh, I survived, though, so it's you all good. What? It's crazy because my husband is anti-Bravo, right? And I mean, he, okay. even, he even sells shows to Bravo and he won't, he doesn't like it. He won't watch it. But it was one of those, like, I would have Below Deck on and he would be like the creeper in another room, kind of like listening in a little bit. Yeah. But like, I'm not, I'm not watching it. And then finally, I turned him to the dark Bravo side. He has watched every season of Below Deck, every franchise. Like, he is wow. in it. And every time we're watching it, we're like, nothing is more difficult than the chef's position. Like nothing. I know. And it's funny because it really doesn't capture how stressful it is. I mean, it, you know, these momentary takes in the galley, they're not really doing it justice as to how much of a struggle it is. And, you know, I, I recall working 20, 21 hour days, you know, and it's, it's, it's a joke. And, uh, but that I, it, it is real yachting and, and yachting can be that difficult and uh, that's really kind of what stopped me from kind of you know I capped out particularly on that show and as a yacht chef and I think that I can kind of look forward to to different areas um, now within right. television I think I paid my dues but it's a really tough program and it's a young man's sport you know yeah I know I feel like I read somewhere that you're like I'm older and I just, it's not my jam right now. I couldn't go back because of that. My mom hates it when I say that because I think she always thinks that I'm really youthful, but I'm like, mom, I'm, I'm 41 years old. You know, I can't do that stuff. And it's not even, it's not even the hardship on your body. It's just kind of being around all the delinquency as well. I mean, I, I was 
a delinquent as well. I mean, I was that delinquent, but now when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, they're a, they're a little bit juvenile, you know? <laughs> do you uh, think it's worse than, do you watch it? Oh, you have to watch it now because of Galley Talk. I, I do. Um, I actually, <clears throat> one of my favorite seasons, I don't know how, how you feel about this or your husband, uh, but season two of Sailing, I really, really, I quite like. I thought that was hilarious. Gary and uh, Love. They, they, Danny and all them. No, that was season one, Meg. I'm talking about the Sailing. Sailing, yeah, but wasn't Danny in uh, What's His Face? Baby oh, Daddy? Oh, yeah, yeah, excuse me, Danny, that was a, <clears throat> you threw me because it's a, <clears throat> it's a unisexual name. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Danny. Yeah, yes, exactly. Those guys were just out of control. And, Gary uh, was, hooking up with like, yeah, who's to my left, who's to my right. Let's go. <laughs> He's a legend. He's a good boy, but you could tell he was good at his job. Very good at his job, and just a lot of fun. And that, and I think that really did. I think a lot of boats are that crazy, you know. And I think they, you know, some boats can be that nutty. And uh, and I think that was a beautiful example. You started with CJ. Yeah, CJ, CJ had some problems. Uh, CJ didn't really know where to put himself. I think he got fired from every department. <laughs> he got fired from the engineering department. Then, then they tried him on deck, and, and then he got fired from there. And eventually, he became my sous chef. <laughs> um, and I, th I thought he was great. <laughs> I loved him at the galley. But were you like, I walk onto a boat. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I have a stressful job and I'm here with CJ, Kat. <laughs> like, they, they were amazing. Uh, but, you know, they weren't, you know, I, I, I guess there were a few crazies, yes. But there was also, you know, Adrian was quite formal, you know, and uh there, there were definitely some formal crew members. Eddie was quite, you know, he had his, you know, his head on, but, you know, I mean, but Kat was just, I, she was called like the Snooky of uh, yachting or something. She's a legend. Sneaking off to the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she was great. Great television. Were you like, what am I, what in the hell did I get myself into? I did a little bit. I mean, the first night when I saw Kat in action, I, I think I even kind of took her aside and I was like, look, this show, it's going to be about what we want it to be about. And if you want it to be about you falling in the bushes and puking and all of the rest of it, then, you know, that, that's a choice. That's your choice, you know, but <laughs> I don't think she cared, you know. I, I, she's the type of girl, after she has a few drinks, it's just... Game on, you know. It's like <laughs> every rule, every every uh, ethical or moral code out the window. <laughs> uh, I, I think I saw Cat's ass more than my husband's for like a straight like three three weeks or four weeks or so. Every episode, I'm like, well, I'm there's Cat's ass again, or boob, or something else. Yeah. You see, I, I I didn't know how they were going to, I didn't really, I had never watched a reality show. I really didn't know the process at all. And, um, and uh, it, you know, I was obviously slightly disappointed how much screen time Kat got 
with her drunkenness and her debaucheries. And it, 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 I didn't really know which way the show was going to go, but but I, I do understand. Bless you, Bubby. But I do understand it's about oh. ratings and, you know, people love the drama. And I didn't, I thought, oh, my, this is kind of silly, you know. I thought it was going to be a little more operations, but hey, whatever sells, sales, sells. I don't know. What the hell do I know? You know? So then you're like, sure, I'll come back for a second season. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I know. It, 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 there's something about being, it, you know, it's, it's, it's like you're, you're, you're doing something that's bigger than you, you know, it's, you know, being part of this big television process and production, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, humiliating in a way because it's just, there's a much bigger, you know, message, there's a much bigger process and uh, it, it was, it definitely captured my imagination. Is it weird for you that you still have, I mean, I know you do galley talk, so you're still like in the mix, you're still in the Bravo world, but like you haven't been on in a few years. Is it weird that people, crazies like me, are still like, Chef Ben, let's talk about Below Deck. That, no, I, and I really appreciate it. And thank you, by the way, Melissa. I, we, um, I guess uh, COVID gave Below Deck a, an amazing insurgence and also, you know, Netflix started, you know, viewing it globally. Um, so I, I think the timing there was, was, was great. And I think when, when it got onto Netflix, it just kind of got a ton of momentum, you know, for lack of a better word, it went slightly more viral. And uh, yeah, so it, it's been great. Uh, I I didn't see that one coming, to be honest. Were you just like, what am I doing? There was ever, so, so you went on season one, The Madness. You had no idea. By the way, you were with Lee. How was that? Because I've talked to like Eddie and, you know. Yeah. I know Lee wasn't like everyone's favorite starting out in season one because he was kind of like tough guy Lee. How did you yeah. feel about him? Honestly, Lee and I had a great relationship. Um, I, I, I think that we had a great relationship for season one. I think our relationship kind of started dwindling a bit, you know, as the seasons and, and, and franchise expanded. I think that probably happens with, every, with a lot of reality casts. Um, it's kind of like being in a band, you know? Like when you start hitting it big and the guitarist starts arguing with the lead singer and, you know, <laughs> have different contracts and <laughs> do you think <clears throat> you know, slash an axel rose? Do you think it's because you were just like everyone freaking loved you and it was like a co competition type thing? I I I don't know about that, but I, I do know I, I think and you know, I, I I don't know how openly I can speak speak about such matters, but to be honest, I do think there was uh, they they may have felt slightly jilted when I went over to the Met, um, which is fair enough. Um, obviously, everyone wanted that. Uh, I mean, obviously, Kate and both both Kate and Lee probably would have loved to have come and joined me over in the Met, and they. They, there was probably some misgivings there, or, but 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 it's only natural, and you know, I, I I just took it in my stride, and I'm so oblivious to other people's emotions because I'm essentially a sociopath. So I uh, so it, it took me a while, but uh, 
a lot of counseling they've taught me that <laughs> there is there is such thing as jealousy ben so uh <laughs> ben, remember as we started the first step is admitting there's a problem <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> different issues on yeah. our part <laughs> sociopath and me being a stalker psycho we kind of make a good team i feel like i love it i love it dude you know what's crazy too you know i'm thinking obviously i've seen every one of the shows admittingly like a lunatic probably multiple times you worked with freaking lee captain mark yeah and sandy that's yeah. nuts i know um you you heard about mark right yeah yeah, that was a shame. He was a lovely guy. Um, I'm sorry. He, he. Oh no, no. Hey, we're all sorry. Um, yeah, no. It was quite a lot of captains, eh? Everyone, everyone always asks me. I guess the million dollar questions. Who's my favorite? But you know, captains. I, I feel like they're like my children. You know, I I can't. You know. I can't have favorites. I can. <laughs> I can. I look at my kids, I'm like, I definitely like you more right now. <laughs> like, you're an asshole, I like you better. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, but I feel like they, they're so different, right? It's not comparing apples to apples in the regard. Right. Right? No, they are. And uh, Lee has a, a, a much more old school, old fashioned, kind of approach to his you know to being a captain and uh which is fine and I'm actually used to that Sandy's very hands-on but I think Sandy's just genu genuinely concerned uh how green her crew is and takes you know responsibility for it whereas I think Captain Lee's approach is probably a little smarter and he's like hey this is on you guys yeah right? yeah you guys do whereas, shit. <laughs> yeah, whereas Sandy's kind of like, shit, this is actually kind of on me as well, you know, <laughs> so I don't know, it's, it's different methods. Do you think, would you ever come back? Because listen, Chef Glenn is the only one that you haven't worked with. What if they were like, you're going to work, not necessarily <laughs> sailing yachts, I don't know if that's your jam, but if it were on a yacht, like not sailing with Glenn, would you ever even consider it? Uh, I I love Glenn. I, I I think he's a joy to watch, and uh, he's obviously just such a lovely guy. You know, um, I felt terrible when he crashed the boat that day. I really, I think I, I think we all really felt felt for him. I love Glenn. I got all the time in the world for him. I I, I did work on sailing yachts, but very big ones. I was head chef on the biggest sailing yacht in the world. It was like twice his twice that size, believe it or not. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I would, but I probably wouldn't want to do a whole season, to be honest. It's just too much. It's a lot. It, it just physically, but mentally as well. I think, you know, I, I don't think it's realistic for me to be doing a, a whole charter season at this point in my life anyway. And, you know, it's a reality show, you know? You know what's crazy, too, is like you all, like the chief stews, like you started with Adrian, who wasn't even a chief stew. She was a chef. I, I don't mean, know about that. But like her resume, right? <laughs> she wasn't supposed to be a chief stew, right? No. Right. So then she's your first chief stew, and then you get Kate. Yeah. And you had Hannah too at one point, right? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I had all of them. I had the yeah the 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 the, the top three. Yeah. What was the uh, biggest difference with all of them? Because we know how well, you Adrian <clears throat> Adrian just was completely out of her element. Um, she I don't she'd never worked on a boat that size. Certainly not in that position. I don't think she's a chef, to be honest. I really don't. I think that's a big word. So I've never really seen her cook, but I don't. I I, I wouldn't think she's a like a real chef. I think it requires. I, I mean, a, quite a lot of arrogance to just get on a TV show and just, you know that out of your element. And I uh, think that you can kind of just kind of fudge it. I think the the, the ego is strong at that point. <laughs> so, yeah. then, then when you, because you had these crew, right? And then you're coming back for season two. Did they tell you anyone coming back? Or you're just like, welcome to the ship. So we're back. Right. Well, I mean, they do their best, but you know, obviously I'm in contact with people. So I, I, I would have known that, you know, that the repeat offenders and that would have been that would have been eddie and and cat and then i guess was it the johnsons or something yeah kelly, was it kelly yeah. yeah 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 they came back they, or they so started. we would have known we, yeah yeah we're in cahoots yeah for sure and and then so it's kate you meet kate yeah i mean look what you and kate have gone through it's insane I, right i know and you know, I dropped off for a while, and you know, and I had—I haven't actually completed six seasons, but I've been on six seasons, and and that's where Kate Kate's completed six seasons, and you know, I, I think that's probably enough. You know, <laughs> I, I I think there's a magic number there, and I think it could be six. <laughs> you hold that over you, like. Like someone, like a, a basketball player would be like, I have five rings and you have yeah, four. <laughs> Yeah. No, that, there is a thing. That, that is a thing. But then I say, hey, well, I did two on another franchise. So, sorry. <laughs> I win. Yeah. You know, it was, one of the, it was one of the best parts. I mean, there's so many with you. But you guys were in one of your screaming matches in the galley. And the two charter guests were like, uh-oh, mommy and daddy are <laughs> I will forever remember. I know. It's just so, I, it just felt like mom and dad were fine. Like, it was. It was, it, I don't know. I, I just got so pissed off that season for many reasons. It was not my greatest season, season two. Um, I think you might even be referring yeah, I think you're referring to season two or three, who knows, or four. And yeah, it was Med, right? Okay. Oh, that would have been Hannah then. No, okay, it was, no, no, no. Then it was regular. Who was the one, what one was with Emily? That was season four, yeah. Four, okay, four. Yeah, yeah, That was the one that they were talking, I mean, maybe there was probably another one there saying. No, I, I, remember, I remember it. I, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I, I don't like to bash other people's work and what, what they do, but I, I did come from a, a, a really big standard of yachting and, you know, timing so important as a chef and just knowing, you know, what the guests are up to, you know, where they are, you know, what they're thinking, what time's dinner, you know, just little things like that just really helped me out. And I, I felt that 
there were times where I was just completely in the dark and, you know, suddenly it's at 8 p.m. and I don't know what time dinner is. I, I, that's a very frustrating place to be in, by the way. Well, and by the way, you're like, it's around them. It is. Like we say all the time, anybody that watches the show has to know it's so difficult. And then you get thrown in. Not only are you making crew meals, but you're feeding the guests around the clock. And then you have things like allergies. You have none of that. Oh. Da, 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 da. I mean, it's like. It's no fun. We get like essays on every single uh, charter guest and which is fine but quite often all those sheets of paper they don't even they won't add up to one meal that you could literally do for, and no they wouldn't be happy with one meal all of them and uh, so it, it's tough but back in the day when we used to charter we most of the time there was never the the, the guests would it would only be the primaries that would have um uh you know the the, the preference sheet yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of an equal opportunity system now on Below Deck, and it drives you crazy. I mean, it is that alone. I mean, you need four days to prep just over the preference sheets, it seems like. Yeah, and you don't have that. You don't have that time, and uh, it's, it's, it's too much. It, it, it takes the fun out of it, to be honest. How was it like going out and partying your guys' balls off and like drinking a lot? And then you have to like, the next morning it is go time, but not go time for a little bit, like go time all day. Was that, I know. how do you, how it's, did you do it that? It takes a rare, it's a rare, as I said, it's a young man's game. I mean, it's, it takes a rare animal to be able to do that. And uh, yachting, there's, there's some tough, tough cookies and yachting and that's kind of the way of the world you know it's just it really is work hard play hard who was like the craziest one that you're with that you did one of the seasons with one of the craziest not guests like one of the craziest like crew because you've been with a lot yeah there's been so many good ones uh I mean, Rocky was probably the most certifiable. <laughs> Wait a minute. Were, wait, were you on when she actually was like peace and jumped over the ship? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Leanna left. Okay. I I came on that season. Right. I just didn't know if Leanna had already left. She jumped over and you come on. Right. So Leon, yeah, Leon had left. I think that day. I think it was probably the day I arrived. Um, yeah, that was that was strange. There was there was a real divide in that crew. Um, it was like Team Leon and 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 Rocky, and then there was Team Kate. It was very, it was pretty brutal walking into that. I remember how excited Kate was to see you. Like you've saved me. You're back. You're here. Thank you. Because it was it was those two against her, and everyone right. was like doing like you're not gonna win right like <clears throat> you're coming against Tyson right now and you guys are are rookies like it ain't gonna happen that's yeah exactly hey Chris come in come here bud so this is my um <clears throat> we're working together on the um on the cruise line hey come in oh, brother another oh, one's gonna hello. meet come crazy speaking of certifiable <laughs> what's up Chris how you be doing how, how we doing? are you Bring me great. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, no, 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 no. With, please. I have been, I have been up Ben's ass for, 
I don't know, Ben, nine months? Yeah, she harasses people. Does she? <laughs> and you're the victim? The I'm one of, I'm sure there's many victims, but no, no, I... No. But no one, no one really got my heart to harass and stalk like yeah. this one. Like well, ben, ben, if he's going to be harassed, he wants to be the number one person harassed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what it was? I found the key to harassing this one. It's just flatter the fuck out of him. <laughs> hey, handsome, are you ready to go? Let's do this, yeah. baby. I need to see really? What are you doing? You having a drink or what? Yeah, well, I thought it was having one with you. But yeah, okay. let's get, get here. So he's up. He's helping me with the Tommy Bahamas. We've actually sold out tomorrow Dad. on La Solas, and he's he's also my travel agent who came up with the idea for um uh with working with Virgin Voyages. So oh we, my gosh, yeah. So he's um he's selling the Chef Ben Experience, which is a group. Uh, that I have on the boat. So uh, we actually doubled the capacity of the restaurant. You did that. Did we? Yeah. Oh, tomorrow, yeah? Yeah. Good. Breaking <laughs> Good. news, baby. Yeah, we, we, we've done well. <laughs> That's I, amazing. He's got an outfit, too. He's wearing full Tommy Bahama tomorrow. <laughs> I cannot wait to see that picture like you're coming now. are you coming no i'm in, no. by the way you should do something i'm in la so you should do oh, something in we LA. will we Similar we reason. will we're waiting for it to you know for no, the I dust know. to settle and it's, it's just been a yeah, I was in LA like a, two, a couple of years ago. It was pretty bad during yeah, COVID. It is you know? like we're shut in. It is, it is absolutely. Nice to meet you. He's going to get us a couple of bevies. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, you know what I wanted to ask you? You cringed a couple of times during my poem about like some certain. Yeah. Things. Which was. No, that wasn't your fault. I, it was beautifully written. It wasn't your fault. It was just. The the staining on the pillow, I, I just, I just, I don't know if I can take credit for that one, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Okay, what? Looking back, though, <laughs> I'm done. Day is made. Thank you very much. You know, I'll tell you, you know, you know, obviously everyone's trying to tell a story and what an eloquent, beautiful little story it was. But um, <laughs> I just feel like it's a little bit rough being associated with, you know, so excrement on, you know, <laughs> guest pillows. Uh, and I'm a chef. It's like, I'd really rather not be associated with that kind of behavior if that's okay with everyone. But uh What's like it is what it is. <laughs> you guys had a lot of crazy moments. I mean, across the board. What was one that you look back or two that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I was a part of that or I did that or what? Like, are there any that really stand out other than that? That was a big one. And then um Andy Cohen really rubbed it in and uh Excuse the pun. Uh, he really rubbed it in, and uh, he got a he played a game with me and Cat called Name That Stain, and I, you know, I, I, and like, you know, he had a basket full of pillows, and I was just like, ah, holding no. it back. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even know that. Don't worry, Andy. You're gonna be all right. But uh, oh <laughs> my god, that, that, day. that <laughs> is that wasn't his fault. But... That it was just is. one of those subjects that it was like, 
Ah, it was the ever, it was the ever giving, forever giving pillow, wasn't it? <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving, like herpes. Yeah, yeah. But at some point, you're like, I probably <laughs> need herpes in this fucking story again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was there another one that you're like, ugh, did that happen? Yeah, I guess when I took my trousers down, uh, you know, the way I look at that, by the way, is, you know. It's amazing. It's better, you know, I, I felt like I met my fans really deserved it at that point. You know, it was kind of like it was a, it was a gift, you know, to all of my fans out there. And I, <laughs> and I put a lot of thought into it as well. And, uh, and I figured that my ass probably is never going to look any better. You know, I mean, I was the ripe age of whatever, 32 at the time. And, uh, and pretty it only goes down from there, baby. <laughs> yeah. One guest actually wrote in and said, he was like, mm, mm, mm. it's like two scoops of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> so I feel like that's that. the best thing I've ever heard. Hi, guys. Yeah, I love it. Cheers, what everyone. service is this? Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Comcast. That's amazing. <laughs> I was just talking about Ben's favorite moments. Dark and poor, can't Yeah. That is, you know, okay, we're going to play rapid fire. Are you ready for this? It was called yeah. Ben is a naughty yachty. All right. Rapid fire. There's, <laughs> this ain't real blonde, baby. Come on. Okay. Rapid fire, two choices. You pick the one that comes to, 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 becomes the mind first okay best captain lee or sandy sandy best chief too adrian or hannah oh shit you're missing one um let's let's go with let's go with hannah well because i know kate is number one right, right. Oh, always okay so craziest crew to work with bobby or cj oh cj's nadia for sure. <laughs> okay. The nicest guy, Colin or Eddie? Colin, no one's nicer than Colin. Nobody. Right? Yeah. Ben, I, like, I look at him and I'm like, how are you this? Now, I was trying to ask him if he would do the I, do on the uh, first date. And he was like blushing. And I listen, I had Colin and Bobby on the two polar opposites. Colin oh was blushing. And he's like, I wouldn't even kiss on the first date. And Bobby, therefore, is like, I would absolutely do the do. On the oh, my God. Bobby's a, yeah, he's out of control. Um, that's funny. Yeah. No, Colin is a lovely guy. Eddie's a good guy. But, you know, he's quite, Eddie's shrewd. And, uh, you know, he, you know, he, 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 he's not like the, uh, me and Eddie are good friends, you know. So right. I see him and, but, you know, he's not that friendly with everyone. If he doesn't like you, he doesn't like you, you know, whereas I think Colin, he, he just, he, he's, uh, he likes everyone, you know? I feel bad, by the way, thinking of Eddie. It's a rough season, I feel like, for him. I, I, haven't, I haven't been watching it as diligently as I should have watched it, but I, 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 I'm catching up. And, yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like a slow season. I'm more, I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm not quite there yet. I just feel bad. I don't know. Do you think Eddie, I don't think Eddie will come back again. I, I didn't get that vibe, but I, I'm going to continue watching it. I'll let you know. Who would be? Okay, I'll just call him right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? 
What is the craziest thing you've seen during Charter? That that drag party was pretty cool. Remember? Oh my gosh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, with um, what's his face? Uh, with um, not morphone, but um, oh my god. Yeah, the 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 liver puddling or the man carrier, wherever he was from. Rather, what the hell is exactly his bloody name? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Were you on with no phone, more phone bosun? No, but I know him. I, I've met Steve. Steve. Um, yeah, I've met him. But no, I, uh, yeah, the, the, the big drag party. That was crazy. That was dope. You know, you know, he, we, I gave um, what's his face, Uni, and he went into a, like, a anaphylaxis shock, and we gave him, like, Benadryl, and then someone Hi. made him. Yeah, and then someone may have given him some ADD prescription. <laughs> Wait him, a minute. Put him, put him in drag. That was... Threw him up on the flybridge for a Dude. dance song. Yeah, yeah that was just... Top. I know, yeah. You're not going to get better than that. I mean, that... that was incredible. When he was singing Cher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, Kate, yeah. <laughs> he's knocked out and Kate is painting his face. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That was dope. Um, he's okay. like, I look like he like. He said, I look like I got boomed by a Smurf. He was. <laughs> you, talk, you talk to any like I know you talk to like the four Lauderdale people like Kate and Bobby and them. Who else? Do you keep in touch with anyone like from first season? Yeah, I talk to Eddie very seldom. Cat. Um, uh lee i see him uh but you know me and alex are in you know contact you know i mean they're like my brothers for some reason you know though those guys whenever for whatever reason you build a really strong bond particularly on the, the first season of, of, of a reality show and uh you know it's like i don't know they're like my brothers and sisters really it's strange if you Okay, is it true too that you and Kate live in the same building? Yeah. That is. Yeah. Would you have thought doing this however many years ago, and she's your, the first time you meet her, she's your chief stew. Would you have thought everything that you guys went through, the fighting, the bickering, the love, the whatever you guys did, the fighting, that now you would be like where you are right now? You know, as I said, we revert back to that sort of, brother sisterhood kind of thing and uh and and you know it, it makes sense for whatever reason me and kate are joined at the hip and we're gonna go through good times and bad times and, you know we, she's she's kind of volatile and so i mean so am i so i mean like i i don't know we, we're passionate i guess um but uh yeah i i, I definitely i i don't think any of us are gonna I don't think either of us gonna escape our companies anytime that soon. Is in wait, okay, and then I'll leave you because you're gonna go. I you're good, to, love. I have to know though, for real. When Ro came in the picture, and everyone editing, everyone was making it seem like you were mad and jealous. Were you? No. No. Was it crazy how the editing was? I was scared for Kate. Why? Hey, I, well, I, mean, I don't know. I, was, I wouldn't mess with that, would you? With Ro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
She came on with bloody army boots on. <laughs> yeah, but Nico, like, in a, like a... Yeah, yeah. But she was, also, she was like a pro female soccer player. I mean, she's a beast, man. You wouldn't want to, you, you, I mean, she could take most guys out, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nico was, like, drooling over her. Do you remember this? It was pretty, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was, yeah. I always wanted to ask you that. So if you came back, if you're like, okay, they're paying you big bucks and you're like half a season, they gave you whatever you wanted. Who are like the main few people that you would have to do it with? I would love to do it with Sandy. Um, you know, I've seen some, some Chiefs shoes later um, and I, I don't really recall their names so well, but I, I do think there were, there are some Chiefs shoes that would be, would be better fit for my temperament. Um, I think Kate and I probably got too close and, and then sort of the authority thing went out, out of the window. Um, as, as, and with Hannah as well, they were just very different as the seasons evolved. Um, I think everyone's just trying to uprise everyone at, at some point. But uh, Eddie's always been great. I just look for people that are, you know, loyal and, uh, you know, in my corner, you know. Well, you are so freaking I, I mean, this has just been the best. I am so happy that we got to talk, that I got to see you finally, that we made this, that you were able to, I know you're so freaking busy. I, I, like, I'm so excited for everything you're doing. Listen. I love you, baby. Thank you. So Thank awesome you. talking to you. Nice to meet you, Chris. Thanks for everything. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W, at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.